in a world. Four friends, one mission. Mikey, what are you doing? I'm doing the thing for the podcast. It's not that hard, bud. Dude, just say the name. Fine. It's the Freedom Friends Podcast. Wrecked him. Damn near killed him. I know, right? That was crazy. Uh, hi, buddy. Hey, what you doing? Oh, not much. Yeah, yeah. How was, you, how was your weekend? Uh, it was. It was. I don't remember a lot of it because I drank a lot of. You said you put in some yeah. work. Yeah, four nines had their annual three day annual party, and uh, so I went Friday night and Saturday night, and uh, whew, yeah, had a good time. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Nice. What'd you get into, John? So you did some uh, some barbecuing. I did on Sunday. Um, on uh, I don't remember what I did Friday. Saturday I went to Houston, uh, and I got to give a nice little send off to the boys from uh, Skeleton Crew Sailing. Yeah, uh, they're about to start a, uh, a global race. Yeah. Um. So they're gonna go sail around the world. Sounds They're exhausting. gonna be gone for a year. Yeah, I'd, uh, I don't remember who I talked to from them. We had him on the show. His name was Mark. No, the other guy. <laughs> uh, Taylor. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was his name. Yep. Taylor yeah. Grieger. Yeah. They have, uh, they have a long road ahead of them. Like, It'll be pretty cool. Uh, so they got a 51-foot monohull sailboat that yeah. they're sailing. Uh, they actually uh, they take off, I think, tomorrow. They sail around Florida to North Carolina, then they go up to New Hampshire, and then they cross the Atlantic to the UK. Uh, they hang out there for about a month, and then the race starts from the UK. I hope they're careful of the icebergs. Um, they're not going that far north. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I don't know, man. If you look at where the Titanic is, it's not that far north. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not. Right? I, I always thought it was like up in the Arctic. No. It's not no, at, all. not at all. all. It's like North Sea. So I like, fucking. It's like where motherfuckers go sword fishing oh, at. Out I of made Gloucester. It. Two seconds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. I fucking saw this documentary over this weekend. I wouldn't really. Let me let me rephrase. It wasn't a documentary. It was a piece of information that I saw. Okay. That was this conspiracy theory about the Titanic. Go on. Okay. I'm interested. So I think the Titanic, and Justin, double check this on me. I think the Titanic sunk in 1913. That sounds right. Okay. 19, um, 1912. No, this one was built. Or is that when it sunk? Well, it wasn't. No, that was it, 1912. Okay, so when did the um, the U.S. Federal, Federal <laughs> Reserve start? I think that's 1913, 1914, somewhere in 1913. there. 1913, the year later. Okay. Okay, so hear me out. There was this dude, and I can't remember yeah. his name because I didn't pay a lot of attention to this. There I, was this dude that literally that owned 40% of all the mortgages in the United States. There was no Federal Reserve Bank to back anything. Oh. This dude owned almost a majority of all the mortgages in the United States. Was he on Stupid the Titanic? Stupid fucking rich. He was. And he died? He did, along with a whole bunch of other really rich fucks that went on this as a social thing. The Rothschilds were supposed to be on it, but somehow disembarked right before it left. I got one question to ask Justin. Yep. When was the torpedo invented? 
<laughs> let's let's see. 1866. They had 50 years to perfect that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. But it didn't need to be a torpedo. It could have been a, a charge on the inside. Yeah, it could have been a depth charge or anything. Explosives on the inside of the ship. Yeah. You know, all you got to do is create a leak. I guarantee you they didn't have like TSA level security. Not that that really matters shit. They didn't have that <laughs> until 2002. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. They started that right around October. Right. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Let's let's dive. But, let's dive down this. So theory. so they got rid of that dude that owned 40 percent of all the mortgages. He, yeah. he perished when the ship went down. And then a year later, the Rothschild, Rothschilds were part of the creation of the Federal Reserve because that's what they fucking do. That's what their family's done forever. So I wonder who called them and was like, you need to get off that boat. You know who lives. <laughs> no, I you guarantee know you, they set it fucking up. You know who lives. Like, you know that who, dude owns everything. I don't know, John. You know who did live? Is that bitch Rose? I, I want to know how the fuck Rose <laughs> is involved in this. There was room for two on that fucking right? debris, man, on that door. Oh, yeah. There, there was, was room for two. What there was room for like you and me to snuggle on that motherfucker. We, all of us could have fit. Yeah. Could How many can you fit? One more, motherfucker. It's yeah. cold in this water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the more the merrier. We'll I don't give a shit if I have to stand. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah, that's uh so that that was very interesting. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, that would be a bombshell and a half, wouldn't it? You, got, you got no way to prove it. <laughs> there's though. no way to prove that. Um you got no way to prove it because there's no way to figure out the, the records were so loose back then that yeah you know so you say they were on the ship and then they disembarked they so supposedly they were ticketed for that voyage but they clearly were not on the ship right why wouldn't you hmm. you know what i mean like this is the one of the largest most popular events of the who is who of fucking everybody in the world yeah the maiden voyage of the largest ship ever produced why you know like if you're ticketed you're supposed to be there why the fuck wouldn't you why are you out of everybody else that was there yeah the ones that didn't go on it and then coincidentally you know a year why later, you know why because jack won the fucking ticket <laughs> they're in a poker game <laughs> fucking jack won the ticket <laughs> well he had to get it from somebody i'm just saying you know <laughs> my limited knowledge of the titanic here <laughs> Coming up with theories. You know. <laughs> the limited knowledge of the Titanic is Jack and Rose. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. But then Rose had to get rid of Jack because that motherfucker knew where he got the ticket. Right? Uh, Maybe she was in on it. Those I are, know she was in on it. She are, lived. Those are fictional characters, man. <laughs> no. So, <laughs> say it ain't so. What about the drawing? Like a, like a French girl? That was just some random French chick. Oh, come on now. <laughs> Rose was real. I saw the interview. Yeah. <laughs> The old lady, she pulled it off. Uh. Yeah. <clears throat> That's anyway. an interesting, interesting theory. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, uh, to circle back on the whole thing, the dude that owned 40% of all the mortgages, who essentially could have continued doing whatever he wanted to do. He had all all the money. He had all the the uh, pull, for lack of the better words. Influence. Influence. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so did overnight was gone. Did would you have finished paying your mortgage at that point? Fuck no. No, somebody else would have bought it. It would just like to yeah, just like anything else probably. nowadays. It'd have been like a debt collector. 
No, the Rothschilds uh, probably bought those the, mortgages. The yeah. Federal Fucking Reserve, guys. Yeah. What do you think? It started a year later. So everything, all that was taken over by them, and all that interest is now compounding for the Federal Reserve instead of one dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you buy Makes a two hundred fifty thousand dollars house, by the time you pay it off, you're paying over two hundred fifty thousand dollars in interest. Well, people often don't realize that the Federal Reserve is a private institution too. Like it's privately owned. <laughs> like it's not. Who's, who who owns it? Yeah, because it's not it's not a government organization. I don't believe, unless I'm stupid. I don't know. That's a possibility too. It's not owned by anyone. Of course, the Federal Reserve Board is the one that posted the fact that they're not owned by anyone. Yeah. So who sits on the board of the Federal Reserve? Well, it says right there. there. Stock is owned by banks, never by individuals. Mm. Well, individuals own banks, though, man. Who founded the Federal Reserve? Yeah. I think that's a better way to put it. And then my next question is... Oh, see, oh, he signed it. He signed the Reserve Act. Yeah. What are the six people who created the Federal Reserve? Come on, give me a Rothschild in there. Yeah, see, I think, I think this is getting shot to hell right now. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I liked it more when it was an inside job. Right? Yeah. It was way cooler. Yeah. I'm sticking to that. Still think it's Jack. <laughs> this is why you only read headlines boys <laughs> uh dave what are you up to filling in for jazz over there yeah 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 how was your weekend it was good it was good did some stuff around the house got uh got into a cleaning spree and decided that i have still got entirely too much shit yeah so how do you I have shit how do you have too much shit i like, are you a pack rat? Like, are you a hoarder? No, you, no. I think I think I think what it was was I in, instead of doing like the small apartment to larger apartment to house thing, I started in a house and then uh, went to a two bedroom apartment, then a one bedroom apartment, and now I'm living in one bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah i i realized i was like i looked at shit and i'm like i've not touched this or anything other than to move it in the last year so see goodbye ya. yeah that's kind of where i'm at with a lot of shit too we went through uh Haley and i went through the kitchen this bro weekend. you should have started in the garage the garage is, the garage is coming <laughs> so my garage door is broken right now currently oh no yeah so like i, I that's that's means you actually have to utilize the front door yeah <laughs> which is fucking interesting but um just because and, and it's our own fault man because we've used our garage door as our fucking entrance and ex- yep. exit forever right mm-hmm. so it's my own fucking fault but um uh yeah i gotta clear out the garage before i can have it fixed man because right now it's not even accessible yeah so and unfortunately i can't lift the fucking garage door so it's like you you know there's a little red thing you pull and then it yeah there's it a safety the, release on that yeah thank you fucking guys all right I'm just trying to help. It's, it's 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 under fucking tension on the sides so like you have to like loosen that tension to do it oh. in order to pull it up oh. so, <laughs> fuck that's how it broke no, it broke because the big spring in the middle went sting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it broke. Um, but in order to get it fixed, I got to clear it out of spot. So I, I am slowly making my way there. Um, but we started in the kitchen because I got a new air fryer 
I bought the Ninja one that I wanted. Oh, ah. fuck yeah. I found it online, or I found it on, uh, I found it, it at Walmart. The wide one, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I found it at Walmart, and it was on sale for like 120 bucks. And I was like, fucking take my money. <laughs> like, shit. And it folds up, like, underneath your fucking stuff. So it goes, like, flat against the wall. Really? On your counter, yeah. So it's kind of a, it's fucking huge. It's like this goddamn wide, man. Like, it's big, but, um, yeah. Made wings in it yesterday, though. It works. Nice. Works really well. Um, but we noticed that it was just like we have a lot of kitchen gadgets. Yeah, like I had a toaster oven that I bought in Twenty Nine Palms fucking years ago <laughs> when I was like Cax, and I was like, she's like, Haley was giving me shit about it. She's like, this needs to go. It's fucking old, and I'm like, this thing's fucking awesome and still works great. Like, and she's like, you haven't touched it in like two years. And I'm like. And I picked it up and I put it in a bag. They were taking the goodwill. And she's like, I'm proud of you. It's like, thank you. <laughs> like, it's really hard for me because I am a bit of a pack rat. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a little bit. I'm not quite just, the hoarder status, but I'm definitely a pack rat. I don't I don't think it's it's really like pack rat or hoarder. I think you just lose track of how much shit you accumulate over the years. It is like, a lot. It, you just you you stop and you actually start to look around. And you're like Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a lot of stuff, man. Yeah. Um, so I was just reading this article because it had conspiracy theory shit about the Titanic, and, <laughs> and it was pretty funny because it, it brought up that one and a couple others. Because I guess there's multiples that I, I didn't oh I'm know sure there existed. is. But the sign off, the last paragraph of this article reminded me of something else I saw over this weekend. The last paragraph says. Uh, there's also a lot of chatter about the idea that the Titanic shouldn't have sunk just because it hit an iceberg. A sort of jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams for the early 20th century. <laughs> right? So if, conspiracy theorists that are out there, if jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams or, or concrete and doesn't uh, isn't a catalyst for the Twin Towers falling. Did you guys see that bridge? That collapsed over oh, on uh, I ninety five. Yeah, because a fuel truck caught on fire underneath it. Uh huh. Yeah, it might not need to melt concrete, but if the concrete and or the steel is affected structurally by the heat, yeah, one does not work without the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If well, you if you and that wasn't even jet fuel. When you heat, <laughs> when you heat steel, what happens? That, yeah, right there, right there. The highway collapse. Yeah. 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 When you heat steel, what happens? It gets soft. Yeah, exactly. Like, when you heat concrete, what happens? It gets it brittle. Breaks. Yeah, yeah. It breaks. When you when you undermine the structural integrity of an item, it tends to fail. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that was fucked up, man. Like, can you imagine? Yeah. Like, because it's like peak vacation season and shit. Oh yeah. And that's not like just some road. That's I ninety five. Yeah. That's like the main vein of the East Coast, right there, man. And that's between New York and Philly. Can you imagine if you, call, if you call 911 and you say, hey, there's there's a, a fuel truck on fire underneath this bridge. And there isn't like a huge, massive response to it. And they're like, oh, we'll just let it burn. Oh, shit. The bridge collapsed. Oh, it's Philly. But still, okay, I'm not I even, I'm not even they, surprised. They probably don't have the, the good old frontage roads to go around it either. They don't. They yeah. don't. And they were too busy, uh, probably like, you know, greasing up the poles of their fucking city for the next time they lose a football game. (laughs) (laughs) Or World Series. Or World Series. Or Or anything, yeah. Or it's a Tuesday, and they're just Philly trash. (laughs) Valid, valid. 
I oh. do I do like fucking people from Philly though. They're for a good fucking time, man. <laughs> you like fucking people from Philly. Oh yeah, you, hey, you, you, you forgot a word <laughs> in there. Yeah. yeah. I like them. <laughs> They're a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, we gotta pay the bills real quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm Mikey. I'm rusty. Yeah, brought to you by Warfighter Tobacco Studios. Use that code. That's not right at all. God, you're fucking it up. And you work here. Jesus fuck, Dave. (laughs) I work for the company. I fill in on the podcast. (laughs) Uh, It's coming at you. Not even fucking close to live from the Warfighter Tobacco Studios because it's brought to you by WarfighterTobacco.com. Use that code FTFO. Score yourself that sweet, sweet 15% off. Oh, wellness.us for all those CBD treats and needs. Use that code FreedomFriends25. That'll score you a quarter off that order. And of course, IC Tech Coolers for those who get it. Go over to ICTech.com. Use that code FreedomFriends10. They'll get you 10% off. And you can check out our affiliate link with uh, Grill Your Ass Off. Go to Grill Your Ass at your, Go to GrillYourAssOff.com slash FreedomFriendsPodcast. Uh, and uh, yeah, you get a little discount. We get a little cheddar on the back end. It's all good. So bills are paid. Okay. Yay. Okay. I didn't forget. Proud of you. Thanks. Proud of you. Thanks. So Sunday, I did do some barbecue. Yeah. What'd you make? Uh, It looked good. So I did uh, a gringo version of carnitas. Yeah. Uh, So I I got a pork butt, boneless pork butt, which is the gringo part. Yeah. Um, Because it's the shoulder. Oh, and you're the right way to do it. It's the bone in. But it was cheaper and I didn't have to pay for a bone. So, and the flavor is fucking great. So I don't even care. All you haters, fuck off. Um, but, uh, so I did, uh, I braised it and then, uh, and then I cooked it in a uh, Dutch oven on the smoker for like three and a half hours. It looked good as fuck. And man. Jesus. Oh yeah. Christ. And we made some homemade <coughs> mac and cheese. Mm. And originally it was supposed to be tacos with mac and cheese as a side. And then it ended up being mac and cheese, carnitas tacos. Oh, perfect. Yes. Fucking gold. <laughs> so good. <laughs> You're not saying anything wrong right I now. Know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong. Yeah. Did you ever yeah. try them shotgun shells? They, I ate all of them. They don't reheat that great. Not really. No. But they still tasted good. They tasted good, but yeah, yeah. they were much better yeah. when they were fresh. The day of. Yeah. 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 Um, actually, uh, I was down on the radio today. I had to be on the morning news at like 5 a.m. Yeah. And I was on there with this barbecue team that's doing some stuff for Hero Sports. Uh, they have a, a barbecue class coming up on the 24th down on the radio. And what it is is they're based essentially it's this team that's volunteering their time to teach veterans and service members how to uh grill or smoke or prepare fucking you pick like two proteins and that's what you make right type of thing so when i went back for the afternoon uh thing one of the guys from the barbecue team had gone home from the uh morning show grabbed two freaking pork loins butterflied them out put jalapeno cream cheese in them wrapped them in bacon smoked them and grilled them and brought them back in and bro is the last thing that I've eaten as I've sitting here as I'm sitting here. Yeah. Fuck it. Phenomenal. I was like, <laughs> bro. And he's like, yeah, these are good. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking do this. <laughs> like, this is happening, man. Yeah. Like, I'd add a few things, maybe tweak a little bit, throw, throw a little grill your ass off fucking seasoning and sauces on there. But other than that, yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah, I just, right on. I didn't go off any recipe for it. I just fucking grab shit that I thought was gonna work. Because I've done carnitas, carnitas before, uh, but they're very basic, and so I wanted to add a little bit, and uh, definitely, definitely worked. Yes, it did. Well, that's fun. 
uh, I had a real, um, I guess dog shit start to my weekend. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. if you listen to last week's show, you guys will know that Dave was sitting in my chair because I wasn't here. Um, yeah. I had to go out to Colorado for, uh, the Justin Gaethje hero sports golf tournament, uh, which was real fun. It was a good time. Uh, good times had by all. A uh, huge shout out to Gaethje. Justin's a fucking great dude and uh, a huge supporter of Hero Sports and of nice. veterans and just a great, very humble, good guy. And I'm, I'm pulling for him against Dustin Poirier, which is hard because I like both of those fighters, man. <laughs> They're both really fucking good. When is that fight? Uh, it's in July. Okay. Uh, but it is. What is that? I think it's UFC 294, I think. Sure. I don't know. I know that it's the uh, it's Gaethje Poirier two, I believe. Yeah, I'm not totally sure which one it is. Oh, no, two ninety four hasn't even been decided yet. It's not two ninety four, but then. I do. Yeah, I think I know he is fighting Dustin Poirier, which is going to be a fucking battle. Those well, that's like, why they're going for the BMF. It's a bad motherfucker title. That's so, that's know. a fucking valid title between those two. Because yeah. Justin Gaethje, that man can take fucking punches. Well, bro, to quote Joe Rogan, he is the most violent man in the most violent sport on the planet. hundred <laughs> percent. That's what he said about Justin Gaethje, yeah. and which is weird because when you meet him, this was my first time yeah. meeting Justin. But when you meet him, he is the chillest, sweetest dude ever, yeah. man. He's such a good kid. I, like his mom is the matriarch. She runs shit. Yeah. She's the sweetheart. I fucking adore his mother. She's great. His dad, funny as fuck. Same personality as Gaethje. Same personality as his really? son. Yeah. They're fucking hilarious, man. Like are you it was gonna, very cool. Are you gonna be around San Antonio for the fight? Um I think it's I think I think so. Because uh, that might be a good Hero Sports Cigar Lounge fight night. Oh, that might be. That might be. Well, I know that Barker is going to the fight. Right. Um, so, yeah, we might be able to make something like that happen. I think it's 290. 290? Man, we, we have no luck with John's mic. It's, yeah. it's time to buy new cables. <laughs> is that yep. better? No. Nope. Fuck. Uh, give us one second, folks. We're going to yep. fix some technical issues real fast. Alright, so we're hey, talking, about, about uh, talking, yeah. talking about the fights. Yeah. Talking about so the fights. I think it's UFC 290 is... 290? I think. Because 289 just happened. Amanda, Amanda Nunez uh, retired uh, or whatever. That was a good fight. Um, that I mean, Nunez really dominated, Yeah, but that other chick took a fucking beating. Yeah, she yeah. took a hardcore oh beating. God. Dude, Amanda Nunez is a fucking a certified yeah. bad motherfucker, yeah. though, dude. Yeah. Like, Is it 290? Yeah. 291. 291, excuse me. And these next couple cards are fucking stacked. Yeah. A bunch of people are saying that it's because Francis Ngannou just went to another fighting organization, and Dana was like, bet, pulling out all the big guns for these next few cards. Yeah. Nice. Well, and, the, you know, that's the whole reason that there is a, a BMF belt. Right, because it's it's a catch weight, or it's not it's not a fucking championship belt. Yeah, you know, it's just a bad motherfucker belt. And they did it because in these guys' contracts, if they fucking perform at a certain level and have a certain record, they have to have a belt fight. You know, they have to have those championship uh, rules. So he had to make up a fucking championship, and that's what they. That's basically what he did. It's a brilliant fucking business plan. A lot of people don't like it. I say fuck them. I say it's fun. You know, like if it's producing fights like this, I'm all about it. Hell yeah, Absolutely. man! Absolutely. So. Not only that, on the backside is generating money. Oh my god! They make fucking money. You know, a lot of people think that these fighters are 
you know, like bankrolling. You know, it's not like the the funding isn't like boxing. No, you know, right. you're not fighting a hundred, two hundred million dollar fights. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like now, it's changed a lot recently uh, since the whole Conor McGregor. Uh, I don't know. Well, years. he he got paid because he was a fucking showman, right? Well, he, but but he hyped it up. Yeah, and like by, yeah. he brought eyes. He and, sold yeah. tickets, and by yeah. him doing that, it, it helped grow the sport. The fucking shithead. Um, I know that. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> But like these guys are getting paid a lot more now than they'd be getting paid, you know, ten years ago prior to yeah, to yeah. all that happening. Oh, absolutely. And if the if this is for a you know a whatever a BMF belt, whatever you want to call it, it's still championship money level. Yeah. Well, it's like 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 I was I was talking to uh, Barker about Justin before I had met him. I was like, how fucking fat is his house? I'm just assuming that it's awesome. He's like, no. He's like, it's like a fucking single story rancher, like three bedroom. Got a basement. He games in his basement. Has a treadmill. <laughs> it's like he's like he's got like, he's got like a dining room, no furniture in it. <laughs> you know, he's like he just lives real humble. It would you know? be awesome if his treadmill had like clothes laying over and shit too. <laughs> if he wasn't just hanging on the rails, like, like, like all of our treadmills. Dude, so he's balls deep in camp right now, right? So he's not drinking or fucking around or anything, right? So he's in that mindset. And I, we went and watched it like right when we got there. I flew into Denver on Wednesday, Monday. I flew in on Monday. And right when we got there, like literally, Barker and I were on the same flight. Yeah. We flew in. Uh, Matt Norris picked us up at the airport with uh, uh, Daniel Delgado. Mm-hmm. And then all four of us went straight to the uh, the fight club and watched him mm-hmm. train. Right. Now, UFC is following him with cameras right now because they're doing like the fucking prelim fight stuff, yeah. you know, and they're following him around during the camp and everything. Dude, he's a fucking animal. That, that dude is a fucking manimal, man. Like, I, I sat there and watched him fucking just do. And it, and he's on, like, Tabata rounds where he's, like, doing, like, this fucking pu- kind of punching for a while. Then he'll switch over to heavy bag. Then he'll go over here to speed. And then he'll go over to, like, and then it's like, all right, now run two miles and shit like that. Like, he's fucking going, man. And he's in shape. That boy's in shape. So I think it's going to be a real, really good fight, man. I know J- Dustin Poirier is also well known for his preparation. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a real good fight. You you were saying that uh, Gagey and Poirier are, are friends. They are. They're buddies. Yeah. yeah. They, they and not right now. Right. Just because, like you know, it's like, hey yeah. man, no offense. I'll, I'll link up with you after. Yeah, we'll have a beer after. <laughs> yeah. yeah type right. But right now, I'm fucking you. your mom. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's sort of shit like that. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, like when they do the official face off, though, if like one of them does like the selfie thing or some shit. Like I wouldn't be so surprised yeah. about that. You know. Um, then again, it's also BMF. So, you know, maybe that's part of the hype is you have to be kind of a dick, you know, and so yeah. I, don't, I don't know how they're going to work it, but I am excited for the fight. Hey, um, y'all, uh, you know, I was really excited for Justin's truck, which is a uh, uh, fucking Shelby Raptor. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> He's like, that's like the only expensive thing he owns. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I respect that. He was like, it's the expensive thing that I own, but I still probably drive. He drives the fuck out of oh, that thing. His, I it's, bet. it's his daily. Fuck. Yeah. 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 Have y'all uh have y'all watched any of the new season of the Ultimate Fighter with Conor McGregor and Michael Chandler? A little um, bit, dude. Mm-hmm. It, Conor McGregor looks like he gained like forty pounds. Oh, he's he's, he's two hundred pounds right now. He is he, massive, dude. He used to be fucking what one fifty five is what he fought yeah, at. I think, I think so. Yeah. Either one fifty five or one thirty five. Like I think. Was, well, I think so. I know he fought at both. He fought yeah. at both because he held the, he, he the held the yeah. title at both for at one point. But he was scrawny. He's two hundred now. I saw the the teaser for this new season. I was like, who the fuck ate Conor McGregor? <laughs> <laughs> it's called. Uh, 
trend bologna yeah, sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he on like he's like two and a half years since his last UFC fight? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, homie. The homie bulked up a yeah, little bit. Yeah. Oh, when he walked in without a fucking neck, I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to say you look puffy, but you look a little puffy. <laughs> it's just, you know, testosterone replacement. So therapy. you started yeah. this story, Mikey, with you were you were you were having a bad day or weekend or something. Oh yeah. Well, so I, I flew out there, it was great. I golfed, that was fun. Um, after golf, you didn't spar with Justin. I did not. You bitch. I did not. I didn't want to take my shoes off. You bitch. <laughs> oh, because no. you're afraid he's gonna make fun of your. No, because the UFC is there. He wasn't fucking around because they're filming and shit. So he wasn't fucking. Oh, around. I would have been like, um, yeah. So the we were benefiting trying. charities, Hero Sports, and I'm gonna get in a ring with him. We were trying. <laughs> we were we were trying. Not not me, but I was trying to get Barker in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. Bar- Barker's had his ass whipped by Justin a few times. You're not winning. And you got to remember, those two are like brothers, man. Like people don't realize oh, yeah. that they are fucking they're like tight. Barker is like his older brother. Yeah, like the, and that's how they interact, man. Like they are fucking close yeah you know like and like his family sees mike it's a fucking party they fucking love him like it, i was like oh, okay like i knew you guys were friends i didn't know you guys were like family mm-hmm. they're like fucking family man it's pretty awesome um afterwards though uh there was a young lady she was a veteran she's a veteran um who i had met the first day i got there she was like hey um I have to put my service dog down and I don't want to be alone doing it. And I'm like, I don't blame you. That's fucking terrible. Right. That fucking sucks. Um, she lived in an apartment. She's, I actually think she's from here. Originally she's doing an internship in Denver. Um, so we offered to let her bring the dog and herself over to our Airbnb, had a nice big backyard, let the dog run around a little bit and all this. Well, Barker, had to put his service dog down during this event last year. So not a real good fucking memory for him. So he couldn't be a part of it. He was like, you can come and da da da. And everybody else fucking avoided the area. So here I am with this young lady who I don't know being with her while she makes a fucking very, very tough decision. She needed to, man. Yeah. The fucking poor dog, man. It wasn't even that old. It was a German shepherd, probably seven years old, six, seven years old. But uh, it was having some neurological seizure type issues. Ooh. Like, like she said it hadn't moved in three days. And then when she got to me, because I'm Dr. Doolittle, she started playing with me a little bit. And she's like, I can't believe she's even moving. Like, she's walking around. She took a shit. She's like, she hasn't moved. I was like, I don't know if she's shitting out. She hasn't eaten. She yeah. won't drink. I had her, I got her to drink water. Like, and I was like, all right, maybe it's on a mend. And then, like, a rabbit ran by. And it went to go chase a rabbit. Took, like, four steps and started doing the funky chicken and looking at us like this. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, it fucking ripped my heart out, man. Yeah. Like I was upset. And um they had a so she had a vet vet come to the house. Um I talked to the guy out front. I was like, listen, kind of kind of briefed him. And I was like, this is what's going on. Da, da, da. He's like, okay, great. You know, uh he was a real cool guy. Fucking shout out to him. Fucking phenomenal job. Making the best out of a shitty situation as best you can, right? And uh so I sat there with her while it went down, and uh then I helped the vet remove the animal back to the car on the stretcher and all that stuff after the fact and everything and um it, it fucking sucked yeah it took a great day and turned it into a real bad fucking day right. all at once right like and and i think it's just because i like dogs so much more than i do people yeah you know um but at the same time you could tell like this girl she was like this dog saved my life this dog yeah. saved my life and i was like well don't waste it 
That was my advice to her. Yeah. I was like, well, then don't waste it. You know, like you just did, you just did right by this dog. This dog deserved that. It went out being loved, like snuggled, cuddled in the backyard, like got to run around a little bit. It was falling down and doing the funky chicken, but it was still having, it was a happy animal right. on the way out. Right. That's the best we can do. Cause that's what they deserve. Right. They deserve love and happiness on their way out. Cause they're better than us. Mm-hmm. They just fucking are. Right. And I know you understand this oh, yeah. and I fucking, no, you don't even like your dog, so I don't know. <laughs> I like my dog. <laughs> but um, so that sucked. That sucked. And then the next morning I was driving the friggin' trailer back and I drove it just fine. I made it from Denver to just south of Amarillo. I was told that you were the only one that was supposed to drive to drive that trailer home. Yeah, nobody told me that. Oh, okay. Because the individual that I let drive, the three feet that I let him drive, because <laughs> he drove three feet and Bent the axle, <laughs> and, uh, drove it from Colorado Springs to Denver. So I was under the impression that he was good to go. Yeah, on that. And I was like, "Hey, man, if did he, he wasn't have, allowed did he have to stop to get gas, I stopped. No, but on Colorado oh, Springs to Denver, probably not. See, that's why he's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but needs to say, after we got it fixed, I drove it the rest of the way. Yeah, I kicked it in. I got it. I got home about three thirty in the morning. Nice. Uh, on uh, what was that Saturday morning? I guess. Yeah. So needless to say, Saturday was a blur for me. Yeah. I was just fucking overtired. Well, well, you w- saw me. He walked into here and he's like, Oh, that was Friday. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was Friday. Yeah. 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 He's, right. he, he's like, Hey, I'm like, Do you fucking run here? Like, he, he, <laughs> like you literally look like you were out doing PT. You yeah. had your water bottle. Yeah. And you're like, Look at me. Like, you're just fucking dying. I was. Uh, and I'm like, Because <laughs> that was about what, like 9 a.m.? Yeah, I'm like, like nine nine thirty. Like, did you fucking run here? Like that literally I fucking felt like I had. <laughs> it's like no from Denver. I, yeah, but I did. Yeah. <laughs> like so. yeah, that sucked. I just looked at Scott. I was like, "Will you help me park it, please?" And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> just, he looked took one look at me and just saw how rough I was. He was like, "I got you, buddy." I was like, "Thanks, man." And then thank you for the ride again. Did you get stuck in that traffic on the way back? Oh my god, it was yeah, terrible. that traffic yeah. was trash, man. I, was, yeah. I felt bad when I was well, going through it. I was like, I, I had to be back at a certain time for an interview. Yeah, but they didn't show up or call anyone. another so, one. Yeah, it was fine. What the fuck? <laughs> What's we- wrong with people, man? <laughs> Actually, he might have been the one that rescheduled, and he yeah. did come in this morning. Good dude. So, yeah. yeah. Jesus. He's going to get the fucking job by default. <laughs> <laughs> well, fucking. I'm going to properly interview him on Wednesday. I'm gonna, I said, well, we got to go drinking. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. So. Should have brought him in here. Should have been like, you got to be here Monday night. <laughs> and afterwards, we're going to the fucking bar house. <laughs> That's <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, you got to talk about your uh, your outfit you were wearing on Friday when you showed up, though. I don't know if I can hit him with the hard T on the show, man. Well, you, use other words. <laughs> you All de- right, here you definitely can't use that word, but you can use. Other I'm going to say just, it. Just fall back. Just fall back. To yeah. You can say it's bros. 2023. If you want to say transvestite, you can. That's not the word, and you know that. <laughs> oh. Fall, oh, I thought you cross dressing. My bad. No, just no. fall back to fall back to Jules's use. Just, just, just flip it with the old Saget. Yeah, right. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I'll say Saget. Like I'll say the old Bob Saget. All right. So this goes back uh, about a week before I left. Um, I was working from home, so it was, and obviously Haley was too, and we didn't feel like c- cooking lunch or anything, and I didn't have anything in the house, so I was like, hey, I'm just going to go grab something. What do you feel like? And she's like, let's do pizza. I was like, okay. I was like, I was like, 
what do you want? And she's like, let's just go to like Little Caesars. And I was like, oh, they got the pretzel crust. That pretzel crust, by the way, if you haven't yeah. had pretzel crust, it's it's good. It's pretty fucking bomb, man. I'm a big <laughs> fucking fan, right? So you went to Little Caesars again? No, this is the, I'm telling the story. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I'm telling this. So this is, <laughs> you know the whole story. Because <laughs> John was the first one to hear this story. <laughs> so I go to Little Caesars and uh, mind you, let me, let me paint the picture of what I'm wearing. I'm wearing basketball shorts, Croc slides. Texas Croc slides. Or American, no, American flag, flag yeah. American flag, Croc slides, and uh, and a uh, fucking tank top that is the one from South Park where Randy is shitting on New York. So it's like I, Randy, shitting on New York, right? And my hat as probably this hat. I don't know. Fuck. And um, that's that. Now, as you guys all know, who are avid listeners of the show, you know that I get pedicures. So my toes are colors right now. Now right? I'm going to say this to preference the story. The person he was talking to upcoming in this story was not me. It's not him. <laughs> it's not him. Um, I go into Little Caesars <laughs> and I'm waiting for my pizza to get finished. I live very close to it. So it's, you know, not out of the ordinary that I beat him there. And uh, there's a gentleman standing there who I can only describe as Daryl. His name had to be Daryl. He had long, stringy, blonde hair, very greasy, fucking like a T-shirt, probably had a wolf on it, um, jean shorts that were like straight up jorts and like fucking dad shoes that were dirtier than fuck, like like the New Balances. Like this dude smokes, poor, he either smokes Pall Malls or he's still fine. He's the one guy keeping Doral in business, right? Like, <laughs> like that motherfucker, like he's smoking Doral menthol 100s. You know what I mean? You know, cause he's like, well, 100s give me more. It's more bang for my buck type of guy. Right. And he looks at me and he goes, what are you? One of them gays. And I just look at him and I go, and I kind of bow up at him and I go, call me a saget. Yeah, I'd be like, call me Saget and find out. And uh, uh, the guy was like, no, and I was like, I didn't fucking think so. And the lady behind the counter was like, shit, some shit's about to go down. I'm like, no, it's not <laughs> I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. Right. I mean, last month it was Waffle House. Today it's Little Caesars. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Jesus, man. And then um, so it just so happened. I think like the day after that was when John and I went on the Ram hunt. Yeah. Uh, when. Incidentally, John speared a ram from a movie back of a moving side by side. That was pretty fun. Fucking dope, man. (laughs) (laughs) I killed one with a blow dart. It was fucking a highlight of my life. (laughs) Uh, But uh, I told John this story. And since then, we can't stop saying that to each other. I so think, I come in. I think the moral of the story is. Oh, but you, I come in that morning wearing the exact same outfit. If you paint your toenails, there's probably some consequences. Like they're going to assume you're one of the gays. One of the, one of them gays. <laughs> what are you, one of them gays? Which is fine. I was it's- like, happy June, motherfucker. Fuck you, <laughs> Daryl. Beat the shit out of that guy. <laughs> Fucking worthless. What? After so. after seeing you in that outfit, I could totally see if he went like trailer trash. Yeah, right. I could, like justified in that assumption. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'd have been like, fair. I am going to defend Mikey right now because I have never seen a gay dressed as terribly as you yeah. were that day. Yeah. They <laughs> are great dressers. Yeah. I look and like have a, the most style. I look like a and fucking you had bum, dude. negative style. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> Daryl doesn't know any gays. Yeah. Well, that's why he asked. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what if he was just genuinely curious? He was like, hey, man, what are you, one of them gays? <laughs> what you oh, want? That Basil Hayden. Yeah, he was just trying, he was trying to figure it out. And yeah. then he got the answer and he's like, oh, guess not. I don't maybe think that, he is. Maybe that's what it was. Well, Daryl needs to work on his fucking tact. <laughs> he's, Bro, he's got little seizures. Come on. <laughs> I'm just trying to get my hot and ready. God damn it. That's it. John, you want to add to the add, boneyard? Add to the boneyard over there. Uh, I, by the way, Quinn referenced something in the group. Yes, Quinn. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about because we were hammered by that second episode. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. So there were a few promises made. Mikey said that whoa, if whoa. Quinn we promised things. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember me promising? No. I was hammered. Mike, I don't remember. Yeah, I was trashed. Mikey <laughs> said if Quinn donates to the Patreon, you will show him a butthole, and then Scott followed that up with, "You will show him your butthole." So I oh <laughs> y'all have and he must have donated huh seven and a half dollars. Hey, listen, bitch, you're not getting a butthole. You're not getting this butthole no. for some toonies and loonies, in, motherfucker. In Quinn's defense, that was like forty three dollars Canadian. <laughs> I'm. I, I'm I stand with Quinn on this one. You owe him a picture of your butthole. Yeah, sir. I never thought that I'd yeah, sign I'm not with gonna give him a picture but of my butthole. Never thought I'd sign because you cannot. My butthole is not a bargaining chip for you to fuck with. All right. Uh, apparently, <laughs> when we were on the show, it was. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, I was too inebriated to fucking sign that contract. So. <laughs> I'm gonna have to remember this next time I'm out drinking with Mikey. Mm. After a certain amount of drinks, I can start bargaining his butthole. <laughs> that, that was the thing. Mikey said a butthole. Scott corrected him and said your butthole. But Mikey never said no, I don't believe. so. I'm going to have to go back and listen to yeah, it. Because again, like I said, I don't listen to the show. I'm on it. Why the fuck would I listen to it? For for this reason right here. <laughs> now, now, I have to, now I have to go back and listen to it. So. Because he mentioned something, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck this nerd's talking about. Like, I was like, what the fuck <laughs> he is he did. saying? He, uh, he donated to the Freedom Friends Patreon. And, about uh, fucking time. Yeah. So it, it came through, <laughs> and I was like, oh, and I went and looked at the, the price, and it was seven fifty. And I was like, not enough. Yeah. Speaking, not enough. Of, speaking of donating, I'm going to hit it one more time. The, yes. ba- the Battle Force uh, GoFundMe page to get the uh, Gold Star families... Uh, to the reunion uh if you guys can please donate to that i think we're at two thousand dollars we need to get it up to five um yeah, 19 donations you're at two grand it's pretty right? awesome so uh and then one of them says freedom friends look at that 28 dollars. hey look at that so um i was unaware that i was donating to people i mean it's fine i don't <laughs> think we did but uh yeah but i think uh you know I'll go. Yeah, let's uh, let's try to do this one. This one it, it means a little bit to me, so I'd like to see this one happen. Okay, no, I love that, man. So, let's. Uh, well, it's like the links link will be in the description of the video. Um, uh, if you're on YouTube or wherever you're listening to your podcast, it'll be in the description of the of this show. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get these let's get these Gold Star families out there, man. Um, a lot of people don't realize this, but I'm also a Gold Star family member. And uh, so, no, that's fucking great. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I'm all I, about this. I went to the w- one of the last reunions we had, and there was a. <clears throat> so I was in uh, 
I was in Bravo <laughs> company, yep. but there was a sister of one of the fallen guys from another company. So I didn't know, I didn't know her brother, but I hung out with her for a little while and just getting to talk to her and knowing what it meant for her to be at the reunion and getting to meet some of the guys. And, and like, it was, you know, I, it, it did a lot for her. And so I, I'm thinking if we bring these families out to this reunion, it'd be a good thing. So you want to hear uh, a crazy fucking story about sisters of fallen service members. Maybe I was bartending in, um, <laughs> maybe. I, was a bar- yeah. I was bartending in Baltimore. <laughs> it's a strong, maybe. And, um, uh, it was at that veteran bar that I worked at. I told you guys about the Americana. And, um, so the owner of this bar deployed with me to Fallujah. He was our friggin' uh, human Intel guy. Right. So he did human shit. Right. And, um, weirdly enough, I never interacted with this dude that I know of, but we were in the same fucking company. And they like just didn't know each other. He was an attachment. I was an attachment. So it was like weird, right? And he banged his sister. No, 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 okay. no. Not that I wouldn't have. She's cute. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, I was uh, happily with Haley by that point. But uh, I was bartending and um, this young lady comes in, orders a drink, gives him a big hug. They're talking, talking, talking. And he looks over and he's like, you know, Mikey was there too. And I was like, what? And he goes, this is Mikey Cohen's sister and mikey cohen was one of the guys that we lost in alpha one three in fallujah and i was like get the fuck out of here man and like i just didn't know yeah. and like she they lived in pa she drove down and fucking to visit and we ended up becoming buddies like right. I mean, we're friends on facebook and on social media and shit and she's fucking great you know and she's happily married now and her family's awesome and everybody's cool but uh it was it was it was crazy to like hear uh the perspective yeah you know, um, uh, of from her, you know, about what happened, because, you, you, I mean, you know, how, like when you're in country, obviously you're dealing with the trauma that you're seeing and, and around. You don't often think about I mean, you know that it's terrible at home. Yeah. But you don't hear those firsthand well, stories. Like, like I think I, you were gone last week when I when I pitched this. But, yeah. uh, you know, like. You know, like, uh, fuck, when when somebody gets killed and you're deployed. They, the family goes through the funeral and there's maybe one or two people that were because everybody else. Still got every, work. Everybody's still working, right? Yeah. Everybody's so they don't get to hear firsthand stories and, and any of that stuff. So when, um, when my brother, John died, uh, I was deployed. I was, well, I was deployed to Okinawa right at the time. And it was weird. We'd flown to Iraq together and then I gotten fucked up and got flown back and then just redeployed to Okinawa because that's what I did as a single staff sergeant. That's right. what I did. <laughs> and uh fucking so uh when it happened, um it was 2007, um they had to send a Red Cross message for me. Yeah. You know, and um I went on emergency leave, did the whole thing. It came to it was actually my first time to Texas. Um no, second time, second time to Texas. But uh uh yeah, fucking uh it's weird, man. Weird real weird fucking situations. Yeah. And because you're right, like because it's like you expect to see the people he was with and you're they're not there right and it's like and they're like well where's where's his buddies and it's like no no they're still at work yeah like there's there's a war fighting yeah, yeah. and they're busy yeah. you know what i mean like they're you know and luckily i was there to explain that to right. everybody you know because they they were almost upset about it yeah you I, know they were I, almost I'm, like we would like to talk to somebody who was there and they're yeah. like well, you can't yeah. like they're fucking working <laughs> like yeah. they, you know and, like yeah and, eventually someday you will you know right. and they have by now but yeah. you know uh uh yeah it was fucking crazy man so Justin will put the link uh, to this GoFundMe in the in the thing. Uh, Another thing I've noticed is that they don't often tell the families the whole story. No, they don't ever. And or it's, it's, it's a completely wrong story. Yeah, well, it's it, kind of it, fucked it's up. It's like the game of telephone, right? 
Yeah. So by the time some fucking chud officer who is the one that's in charge of the funeral detail, like by the time he actually hears the story, it's so far fucked up that it's not right. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I don't think the military intentionally tells the wrong story. I just think it's sometimes I think they do. Sometimes, sometimes they, they do. do. Yeah. Sometimes. Uh, they do. Hello, Pat Tillman. Well, there, there, and there was <laughs> yeah. an incident that what what that happened while we were deployed overseas. Um and uh, the loss of a service member. And uh, I read the, um, not really obituary, but like the press release that was written about how they died. Yeah. And it wasn't anything to like, oh, they were guarding a bank and it was attacked and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, they weren't yeah. fucking guarding a bank. Yeah. They were over, they were on a cop overlooking a fucking intersection with a four man team. Like, yeah. It's like, that's not, you, that, that's not what the fuck happened, <laughs> yeah. you know. You're a liar. Um, yeah, but but you know who? How how can you explain that to the family? Yeah, you yeah. know, like you can't, especially if you don't already have a relationship with them. You know, you're just like, oh, hey, by the way, I read this, and and that's not really what happened. This is really, and then yeah. you're just opening up a can of worms that you don't even have all the answers to. You guys are so cute. Whatever. <laughs> fuck you with your fan. You just drop my body temperature by like at least two degrees. Yeah. Yeah, right? Like I feel better. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so we're in Texas and it's fucking hot yeah. in this podcast studio right the now. The Warfighter Tobacco Studio is yeah. a little spicy. Uh, it's the Warfighter Tobacco <laughs> Sauna right so, now. Yeah. Yeah. So Warfighter needs like $20,000 to air condition the podcast studio. <laughs> so if we can start another GoFundMe. Yeah, that'd be great. Like, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll take care of the Gold Star families yeah, yeah. first. Yeah. And then like, you know, <laughs> if you guys could be real fucking cool. <laughs> literally. Uh, just, yeah, quite literally. What'd you do? You want to box it in? No, yeah. I would just try to do the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah. Oh, fuck. What else? There's uh, oh golf. How about golf? Have you guys heard any shit about golf lately? Yeah, uh, I yeah. heard golfers um, are mad. They I, should be. They should quit. I, I heard that Saudi Arabia is now the proud owner of the PGA Tour. Sort the former of. PGA or former PGA Tour. Sort of. Well, sort of. So the holes one through nine are by somebody else, and holes twelve through eighteen are by somebody else. Wait, and they what? just kept nine eleven. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, yes. sir. Yes. Holes nine through eleven are brought to you by Saudi Arabia. Well, at least they're finally owning it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those flags are a what? little, and I little saw, taller and look identical. Did you guys see <laughs> Trump's comments on Saudi Arabia owning the Gulf? A uh, United States sports. I missed it. He said he's proud. And that everybody's going to do good and that it's a good thing. And I'm sorry. But as a former president, you know who did 9-11. And you should not fucking be happy. And you shouldn't do business with that goddamn country. You mean it wasn't Iraq? No. No. It wasn't. Oh. Yeah, believe it or not. It wasn't Afghanistan? No. No. Oh. No. Shit. Oh. Yeah. They were oh. all Saudi nationals that flew the planes into the towers. Yeah. Yeah. Truth. So. Truth. That doesn't make me happy, and it makes it so like I really <clears throat> that that I mean that's shitty, right? Yeah, like you know, and, and the PGA players, you can't fault them because a lot of them were like, "Fuck no, I'm not selling out. I'm not, you know, whatever." But then well, I, I they saw, found out like after it was a done deal that the whole PGA sold. 
Yeah, like, fuck, I, I listened yes. to uh, Rory McElroy talk about it. Yeah, what do you say about it? He was actually real, real cordial about it, and but he he was very pretty straight up about how he feels about the LIV, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I didn't fucking hate the LIV." It's like I don't fucking care. He goes, "But I yeah. guess there's some rule changes uh, where it's going to play more like the PGA. Uh, it's not going to be uh, there's going to be like some team sport kind of aspect to it now. Like best ball." Maybe there, there might they might <laughs> Can be you like imagine PGA with scores with best PGA ball scrambles. Dude? It's like oh, you might as well bring steroids, man. It's fucking amazing. Like I'd watch that shit. It's it's like, four, four. Steroids should be mandatory in golf, right? <laughs> you should. You should. You have to. You have to smoke cigars. You have to drink, and you have to be on steroids to compete in this competition. How fun would that be? Jim would crush it. It, it would be Whoa. like it would be like John Daly minus Whoa. the steroids. John Daly's the man. He doesn't need steroids. It would fuck him up, dude. I saw. I, I no, saw like st- he, he. As I said, minus them. Yeah. I saw yeah. a stat, but the like because you know how like John Daly does not give a fuck zero. Right? Yeah. Um, when you dominate the way he did, like he was the longest driver for nine of ten years of the nineties. Yeah. Like he had the longest drives every year and more yardage than anybody, except for like 96. He must've been drunk that year. I don't know. Right. Drunk. More drunk. No, he, was, he was sober. That year. Yeah. That's probably that's what, what it was. was. He, he went on the wagon and it fucked his game up. So he was like, fuck this. I'm going yeah. back. And then he dominated the rest of the decade, man. Like I was a fucking beast, man. It still is a beast. Yeah. That's why I wear his pants. Justin, you pulling anything worth uh, repeating out of this article? So apparently they're combining both companies yeah. under a new company called Nuco, which will also own LIV as well original. as the commercial, commercial and business rights of the DP World Tour. Um, I don't know. I'm not a big golfer, so I'm not. Yeah. I, I, I remember when Liv started in I, the whole buzz and of it. And they were trying to recruit. They, they yeah. were recruiting. I watched. Uh, I watched the. There's a really good Netflix documentary that they ran when Liv started and kind of came into it. So. Um, I didn't retain a lot of it, but uh, they covered a lot of that. But I, part of me, I, I agree. I don't like Saudi Arabia, but I respect the fact, like I'm, I'm for someone coming in and being like, hey, this old shit that people are fucking tired of. Well, that's fine, but let's do it from within. That, I agree with that. That's like, like, what would you think if China bought the NBA, right? No, I, I mean, they already probably own. So I'm pretty China, sure North Korea I, would do on, that first. Hold on, hold on. China bought a school in Florida that produced the most professional athletes out of any other school in the world. You know why? ING, if I if I remember, that must be the correct one. China's better at a lot of shit than we are because they have this. They're all unified in their agenda. Yeah, the United the ununited States of America is so goddamn divided. We, we can't do anything. I can't remember the fucking. Let me look. Let me try to find it real quick. Just type in Chi- well, Chinese own school. One. One thing, like I was talking about, is like the MLB. I actually talked about this with Mikey. The MLB recently, this season, updated its rules to where... I don't like them. Mikey's not a fan. I am. I'm not a fan. If you're watching on TV... I'm I'm a grumpy old boomer. That's what what Justin (laughs) called me. He called me a grumpy old boomer when I voiced my opinion. All the the major issues that people were having with it, they were like, all right, let's address that. So they made the bases bigger, which means more stealing, so more action. They put a pitch clock so guys can't take 45 seconds in between pitches. It's 18 seconds now, or yeah. 20, 20 something seconds, but it sped up the game so much. And statistically, games went from like 
three hours and 45 minutes to some are going like two and a half. Yeah. Like it's constant action. Guys are stealing bases. They got rid of the shit. Like, By the way, I went to a ball game action. in Colorado too. I went to the Rockies game. How was that? Oh, it's fucking great. It's my I, second time to that state. state I just like it with cool. the new rules. No, no. I still really? I still thought it was annoying. I oh. went to the... Yeah, and I was having a great time. I was like fucking right behind home plate too. Like I had a great season. I went to the <laughs> third Rockies game they ever played. I went to the first they ever really? played. Yeah. I'll at Coors Field. Yeah. Yeah. The very, very first one. I went to the That's third crazy. One. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. I was at the very, that was the last time I was at that stadium. What, what, it had to be like, what, 95? When did the Rockies? 93. 93. 93 or 94, I think. Probably just Colorado Rockies. 94, 91. 91. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. But when did Coors Field open? Because they played at Mile High for a year or two. Oh, I went to the Mile High one. Oh, no. I went to the first one at Coors Field. Oh, no. I was young. I went to like, it was like literally the, first season of the 95 yeah. yeah april 26 95 yeah i went to that game i'm Boom. i'm trying to find this uh this chinese owned school i think img img i am good i am god <laughs> god but no i i agree i don't like i don't like that it's Saudi Arabia that's coming in, but I don't like it that it's any other country. Yeah. I, so why is I it not? Can, yeah. It should be U.S. Like, do you use do you use the toll road that goes around Austin? Yeah, every now and then. It's owned by the Swiss. Is it really? Yes. So <laughs> I, I, I am. You know why? Because we're fucking stupid. The IMG God, Academy in, in Bra- we'll Bradenton, to, Florida. We'll pay to avoid Austin. Uh, <laughs> a Hong Kong-based private equity group. Oh, not purchased China. it for $1.25 billion. You buy a whole lot of degrees with that motherfucking pot. But you're saying they put out like an insane amount of uh, athletes? Athletes, yeah. Um, okay, like Olympic I mean, athletes or like professional athletes? Are they Chinese athletes or is it like open to like whoever? So it's I, IMG is, is like a, a, a sports based. But it's open School. to anybody. Not, it's not their just... website. Their first thing on the website is a world leader in sports education. Okay. Huh. So it's not just. Across IMG's academies, available programs and services, our student athletes fill approximately 25% of all college freshman roster spots annually. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, that's cool. That's interesting. I mean, as long as, I mean, whatever. If they own a college, as long as it's not like. But that's the thing. Now, well, here's the question: here's, is why? Why? Yeah. Then why? What's the level of influence you can get if now, instead no. of just trying propaganda, you are literally forcing indoctrinational information down people's throats in order to have them get what they want? Their end goal being a an athlete, professional athlete, college graduate, whatever yeah. the fuck it is. You have to pass these classes. From a college that's owned by a Chinese yeah. company. Well, what was it? so? so <laughs> well, okay, so, so I, I, went, I went to UIW. I went to the University of the Incarnate Word. It's a private Catholic school, right? Yeah. That that's owned by the Catholic Church. That's owned by Rome. How how I'm not old, indoctrinated. How old were you? As a matter of fact, I'm like the worst fucking Catholic ever. I think it's <laughs> how, how old were you though when you went to UIW? Dude, you knew me when I graduated. I graduated I, in 2018. I think these are, young, these are younger kids. They're getting them early. I think religious yeah. influence. I think that's a big difference. Communist influence are two different things. Two different things. Sure. I, I I, 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 uh, oh. Two different sides of the same coin, really, there bro. There are, but one of them's been in the mainstream for 
millennia. Yeah. And the other one is new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I see your point. And I don't like Saudis either, but. I mean, I can see, especially with like it's it? the age that it looks like these kids are like, they look, they look young. Somebody's... And I mean, we can look at like how American colleges have changed. Stop looking at these chicks, dude. You're like, keep, I see you scrolling and he's zooming in on titties and shit. <laughs> what about, you're, you're about to get married, you scumbag. They're college doing? chicks. Mikey, calm down. Mikey, I'm going to stop redacting some of these words. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, if you look at like American colleges right now. And the, the kids that come out of there with all these crazy fucking ideas. Yeah. Do right. do me a favor. What was the U.S. response to Cuba's or to the Chinese Cuba spy? Oh, I fucking love it. Yeah. I don't know what it is called. Spy they program. The spy. We're gonna base. put a base yeah, down there. Yeah. Spy base. I love it. Electronic. It is a. Uh, it, what, how, what were the words they put it? It was um, false information in the report. But so the U.S. intelligence put out a report saying that the the potential quote unquote base that's going to be built in China in Cuba, Cuba, in Cuba, excuse me, the by China, 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 yeah, was it was false. It was not true, and there was false information in that report that led people to believe that. And then two days later, they were like, "Oh, yeah, they're actually that. That's what they're doing. Yeah. They're building that. Yeah, yeah." So from this article from Newsweek, it says the U.S. is likely to respond with a power move of its own, in quotes. It reports that China is planning to build a spy base on Cu- on in Cuba are true, and according to prominent geopolitical analysts. A response of their own. It's called a Predator drone, and it'll work. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, I saw a Predator drone fucking landing oh, yeah? here the other day. I was like, you're far from home. Because there's like UAVs aren't here. <laughs> like, yeah, this is where the school is, though. For UAVs? For pilots, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know that for some pilots, but not. I didn't think it was no, for UAVs. No, UAV the, pilot uh, here. The, the Marine Corps, when they stood up their drone pilot program, they run, they don't have, they didn't have the, the backing to build their own program independent. So they piggyback off the Air Force Academy or that off the Air Force over here. We're very poor. Yeah. We had a, that was a few months back. Uh, had a, a a marine come in and he's like oh, I'm just cooling my heels waiting on a new slot because yeah. I'm done with school. Like, I was like, what do you do? I'm like, where are you stationed? He's like Randolph. I'm like, is it Marine? <laughs> I've seen him over there. I was I was in line at Charlie's one yeah. time trying to get a cheesesteak and, and fucking it, there was it, there was a lieutenant standing next that's to me. That's their drone program. I yeah. looked I looked at him and I was like, fuck are you doing here? <laughs> he was like, what? excuse me, sir. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. I don't really want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think I, I think I even devil dogged him. I was like, I don't really want to talk to you. They're devil nuts. Nah, <laughs> I don't want that at all. Devil dog to Marines is kind of like when, like, like in the army when they would call you guys like hero, right? They'd be yeah. like, come here, there, fucking hero. It's kind of the same thing. Come here, devil dog. It's like, oh fuck, I'm in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh shit, I just got devil dogged. God damn it. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything specific on what the U.S. is doing. Yeah. They said, we monitor it closely, take steps to counter it, and remain confident that we are able to meet all of our security commitments at home, in the region, and around the world. Yeah, they're not so, going to so do it was, it was John Kirby who said it. And his quote, I've seen that press report. It's not accurate. From John Kirby. What I can tell you is that we've been concerned since day one of this administration about China's influence act- influence activities around the world 
certainly in this hemisphere and in the region, we're watching this very, very closely. So what about Chinese cell towers near military bases? So that's a thing too. Wasn't all cell yeah. towers at this point Chinese? Yeah, but they like actually intercept. Yeah. Yeah. Communications. Well, and that's what they're talking about with the with the base that they were building in Cuba is that they they've got serious concerns that the technology that they'll put in that base will be able to intercept uh, communications through some of the bases in the southeast. Yeah. So why not? Why, why not? I don't know. Uh, blow these fucking cell towers up. So that he, are near military bases that are intercepting fucking here's the funny part that everyone's been looking over is china's been operating a spy base in cuba since at least 2019 part of a global effort by beijing to upgrade its intelligence gathering capabilities right the the biden administration actually put that out now what everyone's up in arms about is cuba and china came to an agreement on how china can expand that base it's not like they're starting a new one they already have one there and they've had it there for years yeah but now that they want to expand it and somebody got a hold of it and brought it to the public's attention, now it's a thing. Yeah. Well. I mean, honestly, though, if China keeps listening to the United States, they're just going to get dumber. Like, you're better off not listening and just doing your own thing, China, because we are fucking retarded. Yeah, we're not. Like, fucking. I don't know what you're listening to, but it can't be. We've got an extra chromosome over here in the States, yeah, my man. It can't. It can't be that great. Like. They're just like, like, man, these guys really like dick jokes. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> this is an official email. Chinese penis so small. So small. <laughs> American penis beak. <laughs> is that Chinese or Russian? It sounded so, like it started off Chinese. I, know. Oh, it I think in South Park it was Japanese. <laughs> it's a South Park joke. Japanese penis so small. Oh, I started watching Ted Lasso. Yeah, it's good, right? Okay. How is it? It's good. So good. It's hilariously. I love that there's a board game. What I what I find that's awesome about it is they take stuff from 20 years ago. Yes. And put it in there. Yeah. Like we were watching it and they went over the fucking uh, LeBron thing talking about practice. Ver fucking bait him. Right. And I was like, I paused it. And I was like, I've heard this before. And I pulled up and I played the YouTube video of LeBron talking about practice in a press interview. And I'm like, this is fucking gold. Yeah. Oh, that's an actual. That's like a. Oh, when he when he was going off about uh, like Jamie Tart. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, and he and he said practice like fifteen times in a row. Yeah, and I knew that you wouldn't know because nope. that's literally. I think it got posted to YouTube seventeen years ago. Really? Yeah, yeah. You didn't even so okay, have phone. phoners yet. There's so many little nuggets like that. Really? Oh my god! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I did. That's that's fucking cool. And it's like it's just <sighs> it's 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 a good show. Google. Le- or, or uh, sorry, Allen Iverson. Iverson practice. It might have been LeBron. I can't remember. I know Allen Iverson did it first. Just and then and then put in there in the search Ted Le- Lasso, the legendary practice video or practice rant. Now the second one down. That's a thirty. No, that's a thirty minute video. It's the top one where he talks about it. Oh, the, and that's like look how old that video is. <laughs> Let's see. 2006 it was was fucking great i I just it blew my mind that like he's sitting there going off about this and i was like no way i can't pump the audio through i just remember that uh, now now i've been really paying attention to 
everything that they say because yeah. it's fucking gold. <laughs> that's that's cool though. Yeah. We're uh we're like halfway through the last season. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I, I'm like five episodes in. Yeah, it's, that's it's, it. It's good. They get yeah. Um, we're we're big fans. I've not even looked at it yet. It's so it's on my li- it's good. on my list to eventually get to. But. It's yeah. funny. Yeah. So obviously you had Apple TV. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's, um, it's so good. I have a beef right now. But it's one of those things where it's like borderline dipping into politics because it is political. And it's this whole fucking Trump indictment over the, yeah, over the it's, I mean, yeah, it's, over the documents and shit. Like, how did how is this not politically motivated from my, political he, opponents here, going after him? Here's my stand on it. You know, like Scott, Scott and I talked about this and he had a fucking amazing point. Okay. Oh, I don't know if I remember. You do. I guarantee you it's what you're about to say right now. Just throw them all in fucking jail. Nope. That wasn't it. <laughs> like they're all guilty of it. Throw them all in jail. Well, and that's my point. If 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 Trump get, Trump gets indicted for this and gets convicted, that sets legal precedents, right? So so that means that our now sitting president, who did the exact same as, thing as as a vice president, VP, and, and a, a fucking senator, yeah, like did yeah. the exact and same. I guarantee. Thing. I guarantee. If you look at Biden's fucking classified documents, it's all about how to fucking get a bribe. I bet it's all related to him getting paid by fucking Ukraine and China. Well, I'm more worried about the security aspect of it, man. It was yeah, locked but, in his garage. Nobody, Whereas yeah. oh, fucking, where were they at Trump's fucking in Mar-a-Lago? They were but, a but fucking that, safe. The thing about it, you yeah. know, they were at least secured. Yeah. Well, they you released know, like, pictures of the Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Now there's no context to the pictures. You don't know what's behind the camera. Right. They were saying, I think in this indictment, they're saying Trump was showing reporters shit about our capability or something. Well, and and like, there, there's they, some naval, some former naval officer that was on his staff that's also involved with it. Yeah, I don't know. That this is I a mean, classic like, fall guy. Like, fuck it. You want to <laughs> like, you want to throw Trump in jail for this? That's fine. You better fucking at the same fucking time throw all of them in jail. Yeah. So I think it was earlier this week. Scott and I were talking about it, and Scott's his the clip notes from the conversation were that. They are trying to do this in order to get him the nomination. Yeah. Because they know they can beat him. Yeah. They've already done it. Yeah. And in it's almost to the point where, yeah, he can he can drum up all of his <laughs> cause that he wants, but I don't think they'll beat him again. I uh, but I I don't think Joe Biden beats then again, I don't think Joe Biden gets the nomination, although they say he's going to. I don't think he does. He has to. He doesn't. Who else would? He has. He he will. I mean, he will. It's unprecedented for the sitting president not to get the nod. I think there might be a different VP, like somebody they actually want to like carry the torch. Yeah, because dude, he dude, we are one more fucking fall from that bitch being in charge. Yeah, but who cares? Fuck, she can not be worse. Terrifying. She can't be worse. She could be. No, no, because he's a he's a puppet. Yeah, she thinks she's fucking smart. I don't know. She's got a fucking brain, and she thinks she's fucking good at things, and she's not. Like I'm terrified of that bitch being in charge. Anyway, like yeah, that's about it. Yeah. So I, but I think I think they're trying to do it though to prevent DeSantis because everybody's if they get they're gonna what what this is gonna do is they're gonna it's gonna rally the Republicans around the fact that they're trying to that they're trying to politically fuck him right like over stuff that everybody does. 
Uh, and you know what? If he's guilty, fuck it. Oh, it's been the it's been the same fucking song and dance the entire time Trump's been in politics. It's been, but it's been every since 2016. It's, it's been always every, every administration. One of them. But yeah. yeah, that's my point. But it's only ever been a big deal when Trump did it, and it's fucking annoying to because me because back it's in like, back in the 90s guys. they didn't attack their political opponent with bullshit. They attacked him with facts. You know, you know Duh. the the reason now I, it's just a narrative. One of the main reasons it doesn't even have to be true that I don't think I would want Trump to run or get the fucking nomination is because it is literally going to be four years of him saying the election was stolen. He's got like John, you said the other day, he's going to be a fucking lame duck, not going to be able to get anything done anyway. And it's going to be the other side is just going to be saying how fucking he was indicted and caused the fucking but, insurrection. But twice, does, pe- twice impeached president, yeah, but disgraced if he, president if he does Trump. get elected. I don't care if anybody talks to him. I'm looking forward to them. Gas prices and interest rates. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. But, I think, <laughs> but I think DeSantis could actually bring, I don't know, a shred of like reasonable leadership. I will tell you this. I know that President Putin is scared of fucking Donald Trump. Yeah. I bet you he's more scared of fucking DeSantis. I, I, I don't know. I would. Sanders is a I'll naval officer. So he's a he, fucking he's a veteran. Yeah. He's a naval officer. He's gone through war colleges. He's, he's not gonna fuck around. He's got he's a good, not scared to push the button. He's got a good track record with Florida. Like, I mean, yeah. like I think I think I Trump know. has dirt on fucking everybody. Of course he does. Because he was friends with Epstein. No, but like like, <laughs> okay. but like that too. Like, but like legit because like, there's like, a lot of reasons I have not. But you're gonna think back like, like so North Korea is starting to fuck around right now. China was starting to fuck around. Yeah. Russia's been fucking around. Yeah. yeah. But when Trump was in, all three of them were quiet as fuck. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, well, Trump also levied tariffs toward against China. I think it was more. And I don't think uh, tariffs. And, but they had a good relationship. They could have a dialogue. They could talk. He but would I talk think to that them. was because it was like, hey, buddy. You remember this? No. <laughs> oh, maybe. You uh, know, maybe. I, I mean, I don't know. Why else? Why I, can't somebody else have a relationship? Well, you know, why does that? Why does that relation? Fucking... Why does the relationship between the countries have to change on the person? The person's yeah. in the same position. I, w- I wish I could answer that, man. Yeah. I think because it it has nothing to do with the country itself. It has to do with the person. Maybe. I think that's it. I don't know. I heard a report though that Kim Jong Un was like 350 pounds and like is like just so out of shape and almost bedridden. Uh, I don't know if it's true or not. You any tips for him on how to like live like that? I don't. I'm not. Fuck you. I'm just trying to fuck with Justin. This point, I'm just watching him fucking break. That's more directed at you than him. Shit. <laughs> right. Speaking, yeah. Speaking of uh, semi-famous I'm people, in no fucking play, position to shit talk anybody. <laughs> Speaking of semi-famous people in the news, somebody uh, stopped sucking oxygen last week. Oh, the, oh Ted the, Kaczynski, yeah, the yeah. U-bobber the, the other day. Yeah, he dropped eighty-one years old. I think he was eighty-one. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? Like, so he was part. He was experimented on through yeah. mk ultra right yeah. and they think that that's a lot of the reason that he went fucking weird he also had a little he also dabbled in some gender dysphoria for a little while where he was thinking about going trans before he became a the unabomber right yeah um eunuch did you guys hear bomber. that nobody showed up at his funeral oh really yeah they mailed out a bunch of invites but nobody wanted to open a letter <laughs> <laughs> zing <laughs> 
The internet's been gold. I'll tell you. <laughs> the internet never loses, man. Undefeated. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, so like I studied Kaczynski a lot in school, man. Like, like, cause serial bombers are not that fucking prevalent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like they don't have that many examples of them to study. And then when you do study them, it's mostly Kaczynski, right? Cause he was such a unique case, man. It's a, cause he's a fucking, he was brilliant. Yeah. The guy was brilliant. I wish what I was he, known- 20, 26 and he was an MIT professor. Yeah. yeah. Like that was fucking crazy man like he could have been stephen hawking had he fucking not been crazy shit crazy born with legs i was gonna go the other way (laughs) (laughs) and able to walk yeah yeah Yeah. by the way stop sending me the fucking comic with the phone all right that's making fun of stephen hockey on america's got talent i've already seen it like 500 fucking times all right stop sending it to me i I got another, (laughs) another topic to bring up so Matt Reif was going to, is coming to yeah, Texas, yeah. right? Yeah. And so like we started getting all those fucking uh, social media shits about it. So I looked up tickets and they're like $900. Well, that's because uh, so uh, I, I tried to get them direct. Yeah. yeah. And they were sold out yeah. like the minutes. But yeah, he, they but went he, out but like he actually put out a thing that said, hey, yeah. none of my tickets are over $100. Yeah. And like if you pay $500 to see me, you're, you're fucking up. Yeah, and so I respect that, and uh, he but, seems like a good dude. But at nine hundred dollars, I was like, "Motherfucker, come on!" Like, well, you got to think though; yeah. he's not making that money. Well, obviously now I know it's a, like the, like the person reselling yeah. that ticket that they got him for forty five, fifty, sixty. Yeah, you know that's capitalism, friends. Yeah, that's capitalism. Well, I a lot think- of it too has to do with these uh, uh, companies that use. Um, programs it's almost like they've adapted ai to go in and buy bulk tickets for them Mm. because they're not supposed to be able to do that but there's you know you can write a program to get around that's bullshit but if anybody happens to have a couple tickets for san antonio or austin i would i would love to go see him so i've been seeing a bunch of there's a bunch of or a few country artists that i follow that how they operate their tickets is off of a third-party website yeah and it's like once you buy it you can't resell it Oh. Like you purchase that ticket and it's fucking yours, non-transferable and non-transferable. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. You, you can all it, I'm if, okay with that. If you resell it, it's for the exact amount, but yeah. it's got to be like like it, I guess they can't do bulk purchases and stuff like that. Like, see, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I like and that it, a lot. And that that first came up after all this Ticketmaster shit started. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but um, I'll give it to Matt though. He's like, I would rather see empty seats in here because these motherfuckers couldn't resell them for that much. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, like Fuck so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you don't give a fuck. They yeah. bought them. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, <laughs> like if there's one dude who bought twenty tickets and he's trying to resell and shit, fuck him. I hope he just lost fucking <laughs> yeah. grand. We we I want to get who, him on. Who this. was who was the rapper that bought out the entire two front rows of the? Was that Fifty Cent? Was it was it Fifty? I it was. I, th- I think he bought the whole was, front two rows to a Jaw Rule concert. <laughs> Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, he pulled out and all he saw was Fitty sitting in there in two empty rows in the front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, think that's, I think it was him. But uh, Justin, I want Matt Rife on this podcast. And so I think we should do a thing where the <laughs> all of our listeners start tagging him. And everything and you know what and let's, tell and tell you know just be like go on the freedom friends podcast let's just ask him right now yeah yeah hey, hey matt please saw that you were coming to san antonio area all right i know that we have 
commented and, and back and forth a little bit on TikTok and social media before. We'd love to have you come on, man. I think it'd be real fun. We got whiskey. We got cigars. Yeah. I mean, whatever you know you're what? into. And, and if, if you want. I know you're and, a weed smoker. I'm sure we can accommodate yeah. that one. <laughs> and if you we have, also have a squat rack in the back if he wants to get a swell on before he comes on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and if you have time, I have an arms room. I'll take you to the range yeah. if you want to get some fucking gun therapy. Take in. you out shooting, man. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. But no, we'd like to cordially invite you out here to the Freedom Friends podcast here in San Antonio. And, you know, let's get weird, dude. There you go. Yeah. I mean, that's the best way to do it. Right. right no, I agree. You know, yeah. like power of power of the people. Yeah. You know, now, listeners, this is what I need from you. Tag him. <laughs> yeah. It's like, as I feel like I'm doxing him, though. I kind of feel like a dick when I, when no, I come you're, not, you're, you're not giving out his address. You're fucking. Yeah. We're asking him on the podcast. Yeah. It would, just, it would be awesome to have yeah. you come here. I, I have lots of things I'd like to talk to you about. And if you are going to tag him, though, also give him a follow because he puts out some really fucking funny hilarious content. content man. Funny. Had, did y'all actually some of the best crowd work I've ever seen? Yeah. Did y'all see his announcement video for his world tour? Fucking went hard in the paint. Hilarious. Dog. Yeah. If anybody that writes a skit that includes Ashton Kutcher as a genie and then wishing for his wife, I respect that man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I want Mila Kunis. <laughs> and like, She's not available. That's nope, that's what I want. <laughs> Dude's a legend. Ever tell you about when I met her? No. Yeah, I met her at Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> what? Yeah. All right, well, so no shit. So no shit, there I was. I was in California. One of my Marines, um, who to date is the smartest fucking moron I've ever met. Um, his, my buddy's brother is married to Seth McFarland's sister. He's married to Rachel McFarland. So my the kid who worked for me in the Marines, his older brother was married to Rachel McFarland. They all had Thanksgiving dinner up at Seth's place up in L.A., we got invited. We walked in, Mila Kunis. And I was just like, definitely jerked off to her before. Fuck. It's <laughs> <was like>, <laughs> awkward. <laughs> yeah, no. So, yeah. Was, uh, she, was she pretty cool? Like down to earth? Sweetheart. Absolute yeah. sweetheart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super sweet. Everybody was cool as shit. Which is, which, like, they say don't meet your heroes, right? Which is oftentimes the case. And honestly, I've always been a big Seth MacFarlane fan until he started <laughs> dipping into politics. And now he's like, fucking borderline like like insufferable you know uh but i have a feeling he he said grace in stewie's voice which was fucking great (laughs) (laughs) and then he would like switch it to like peter griffin in the middle of it and shit and be like (laughs) it was fucking great (laughs) like i mean so it was it was really fun um but like like all of the all of like the military stuff and family family guy stuff, they hit up my guy Russ for uh how were the Marines like, at that event? Huh? How are you Marines at that event? How were we? Yeah. What like, do you did, mean? Did you we we have table manners. Did you have table manners? That's did. what I was asking. We did have table yeah. manners. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Because it's not like he just invited a bunch of fucking chuds that he had no, he invited like the crew. Okay. So it was like all oh, all right. <laughs> it was like it wasn't a bunch of idiots. <laughs> there was one more on there, but yeah. All right. A couple man, there might have been two. <laughs> Maybe three if I'm counting myself. But we weren't assholes. No. Okay. No, we didn't act full. We didn't show our asses. And I think that's because nobody, part, nobody was naked in the pool. Well, partly, or... like at the time, I was in charge of all these guys. I was oh, like their okay. sergeant. And I was like, listen, you're not showing your fucking ass here. <laughs> like, like, you know, but yeah, that no, was cool. Sweet. It was cool. It's interesting, uh, interesting day. 
Just grab one by the collar, take him over to the corner, and be like, "You wait till we get home." <laughs> yeah, my, my my boys knew not to fuck around. I was a little bit more uh, less on the paperwork side and more on the "I'll beat the fuck out of you" side. <laughs> and so, yeah, I would not have been successful in today's military. Apparently, I probably wouldn't have made it to staff sergeant. So, yeah. well, yeah, we should probably wrap this. Fuck bitch. boys, yeah. Uh, that gets enough. Like, share, subscribe, smash those buttons. Tell your mom. Tell your friends. Tell your fucking mom's friends. That bitch needs to know. They need to know. There's a shitty little podcast out here with a couple of mediocre fucks on it. And uh, it's called The Freedom Friends. Um, and we're uh, stewing in our own sweat right we now. We are stewing in our own Ooh. sweat. Yeah. So uh, we're going to freshen up a little bit before we hit the old debate. But uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Love you guys and all that shit. Uh, but it's really, it's, it's not hard to exist in a country this great. It's really only takes three things, and they're not hard. Dave? Oh, that's always smoke on. You damn right, John. Drink on. And God damn it, kids. Freedom the fuck on. Later.